Welcome, everybody, to an off-season edition of SB Unfurled and Friends. We've been on a little bit of a hiatus, of course, but we're giving you a little bit of Bonnie's basketball fix this weekend. Not any virtual crap like last year. Some real Bonnie's basketball with some former alums, along with some new friends that are joining the alums. We are talking now with Steve Marcus. He's going to be one of the coaches of the Brown and White in the tournament. They're going to be tipping off Friday at 4 p.m. on ESPN3. And they will be playing Team Hines in the first round of the Columbus Regional. So, Steve, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. When this idea was presented about the brown and white, what did you first think about getting involved with this? Like, how, how excited were you to hear about it? Oh, I was super excited. I think, you know, right when it got tweeted out, I, I messaged Derek and said, you know, I got to be involved in this in, in whatever way I can. Um, you know, as a former student manager and, and being around Bonaventure basketball throughout my four years, um, it was something that, you know, I carry with me to this day and uh, I bleed the brown and white. And I think it's, you know, such a fitting name for our team this summer and, and, and to, to play in the TBT for the first time. It took a lot of work and um, we're just happy to be here and 48 hours away from tip off. And it was actually two years ago, exactly to this day, I messaged Steve earlier and showed him the tweet because I think Chucky pointed it out to us yesterday. Um, and it said something like, we haven't been able to get this thing off the ground. We haven't been able to get traction. Not enough guys want in on this. Um, so it's just weird, like two years later to the day you're in Columbus, you're with all the guys, um, mostly Bonnie guys. We do have some honorary Bonnies, but how's it going over there? I'm, I'm making my way down tomorrow, but I am curious to hear how the team's looking so far. Yeah, it's been great. And it's funny that, you know, you sent me that tweet cause it's true. You know, it took a, it took a while to get it off the ground. And, you know, during the summer, it's been a kind of an abnormal year, the last two summers with, with basketball on, but prior to that, um, you know, not having basketball, you know, from June to October, it's tough. And the TBT coming in and, and doing that, it you know, made us want to put an alumni team in. And, um, you know, it took a while to get here, but we're finally here. But, um, yeah, guys got in all safe yesterday and had practice last night at Ohio Dominican and practice again this afternoon at Capital University. Um, so we've had two really good days of practice. You know, Coach Moore has done a great job of installing, you know, some offensive stuff. Tomorrow we'll dive into our defensive stuff. Um, but it's been great just to get the guys back and, you know, share, share old stories. And um, it's just been uh, – it's been really nice to, to all get back together, you know, after what the last kind of 18 months have looked like. Yeah, definitely. And I'll be making the trip there for Friday, just right in time for the match. Right in time for the match. God damn it. Right in time for the game. <laughs> You're watching too, too much, much soccer. Man. Too much soccer this summer, man. Finally, Trash. some basketball that doesn't involve the Phoenix Suns. But yeah, I'll be getting there for Friday. I'm interested to see what the team's going to be like, because we have kind of the same era, but it's a little bit of some of the 2012 a 10 championship team and some of the 2016 snub 2018 era. So how do you think those two parts are going to kind of interact, Steve? Yeah, I think it's, you know, with, with Quan and Meech being that the 2012 group, um, you know, those guys are kind of the older statesmen and uh, you can definitely tell, you know, they're the ones that are stretching out before practice and, and, and moving a little bit slower than some of those younger guys. Um, you know, Meech had a, Meech had a funny comment the other day at practice. He's like, I, you know, I went into the, the pandemic at 29 and, and came out 31 and kind of missed a couple of prime years of my, my, my professional career. Um, but the group, you know, meshed really well. We have a lot of versatility with great size on the wings, you know, Dion and, and LD and, and Quan on uh, you know, our four fives and our twos and threes with 
uh, you know, Quentin DeCozzi was an honorary Bonnie and Davion Barry is an honorary Bonnie, but with Meech and Marcus Posley and, uh, you know, having Adris Taki here as a player coach, it's, it's been really great just to have all those guys here and, uh, and be together again. And Steve is, is the uh, head coach for the St. John's Edge in the Canadian, the professional Canadian League. And you were instrumental in getting some of these honorary Bonnies, one of them being Kane Broom, who plays on your team um, up in Canada. But for Bonna fans who aren't too familiar with Quentin DeCozy um, from Temple, Davian Barry from Weber State, and Kane Broom, who played at Cincinnati, like what? What can you tell us about those guys and how they're going to fit in with our with our squad this year? Yeah, I think. Well, I'll start with Quentin. You know, a little hat tip to Andel Cumberbatch. You know, Andel was going to play with us this this summer, um, and unfortunately, you know, tore his ACL in, in his playoffs in France about you know maybe six weeks ago. Um, so he was all ready to play with us, and, and then you know texted us that he had you know sustained that injury, but said, "Hey, you know, I can't play, but one of my you know former." Uh, junior college teammates or and from the area that I'm from um, wants to play in Quentin DeCozy and, and coach Moore knew him because he said that they recruited him really hard at Bonaventure. Um, he's a big wing. You know, he's long, he's athletic. He can really, really shoot. He's multi-positional. He can play him at the two, the three. He can probably spell a little bit at the one as well. Um, but he's been great. He's, he's meshed right in with the guys. And then uh, Davion Barry. Uh, I had Davion when we were with the, uh, the main Red Claws, Boston Celtics G League team. Uh, Davion was with us. He's the you know, former player of the year in the big sky with Weber State, uh, you know, same school that Damian Willard went to. Um, he's had a great career overseas. He's played in Greece. He's played in Israel. He's played in Russia. Um, and he's a guy that, you know, he's a really unbelievable shooter. Um, he's a guy that we're going to play at the two, at the one as well. Um, but he's kind of been all over the place. He can guard multiple positions. Uh, and he's a guy that has been fantastic for us, uh, you know, so far in these couple of days of practice. And then Kane, you know, I've known Kane since he was 14 years old. He played on my AAU team growing up. Uh, he grew up in Hartford, Connecticut, about a half hour from where I grew up. Um, had an unbelievable career his first two years at, at uh, Sacred Heart and then transferred up to the high major level and, and had a fantastic career at Cincinnati. Um, it was a no-brainer for me to bring to Canada uh, where he was an all-rookie team guy. Uh, was second on our team in scoring, uh, got snubbed, should have been the sixth man and the rookie of the year, in my opinion, because he was was so dynamic for us up there. But he's uh, he's a guy I think Bonham fans are going to really like. Um, he's electric in the open court, uh, really great ball handler, really great shooter. Uh, he's slippery. He's only, you know, six feet tall and maybe 165 pounds soaking wet. But he's a guy that um, that I think is going to thrive in this tournament just because of, uh, you know, how quick and, and, and athletic he is in the open court. So how do you think the team kind of compares to who you're kind of matched up with when it comes to Team Hines and the money team and even the region, which are all in kind of your quadrant of the bracket there? Yeah. How do you think you match up? Because some of these teams do have experience playing more than one TBT in some case. But on the other hand, a lot of these Bonnies have played together or have kept in touch and even played kind of pickup ball. So how do you think they kind yeah. of match up against the other teams that have that TBT experience? Yeah, I think that's kind of what we're leaning on. You know, we want to, you know, Coach Moore's done a great job of installing kind of the Bonaventure offense or at least wrinkles of it, not the. 150 plays that coach <laughs> you're not getting that in in one summer. Yeah, no, I can't, can't get that in in three days but you know we've kind of six or eight ten plays with different actions off of it that we've put in um and those Bonaventure guys have picked up on it you know right you know just like riding a bike uh you know Quan was telling us it's been 
been about nine years since he's run the, the Bonaventure Mark Schmidt offense, but he uh, he's picked it right up and, and, and hasn't missed a step. Um, but yeah, I think just with the continuity that we have, how well prepared we're going to be, uh, we're going to go out there and, and give it a, a, you know, our best shot. Um, you know, team Hines is an unbelievable roster. You know, Kyle Hines is one of the greatest players who play in Europe. That's been American born in the last 25 years. Um, you know, saw Matt Mobley in the uh, in the hotel lobby this morning, and it was uh, it was all all fun and games until we get on that basketball court on, on Friday, and we're going to try our absolute best to to lock them out. But um, yeah, we're going to use the continuity that we have from from all of our guys being Bonaventure guys and adding the three guys in who you know, I've had experience with, and some of our guys have played with as well. You know, overseas or in high school or junior college ball or AAU ball, whatever it may be. Um, just using that continuity to. Um, to, to go out there and put our best put, foot forward on Friday. Steve and I have been texting every day, uh, also with Coach Moore, um, it seems like for months now. Um, this summer has been difficult getting it off the ground because of COVID. Um, we're trying to get the guys to a 75% vaccination rate so we can kind of uh, avoid some of the, the restrictions that they have this summer. Um, also the Riley center is getting renovated. The Richter center is getting renovated. We couldn't have camp at Bonas, So we're doing camp. We're figuring out three different gyms to work out in the logistics of it has been difficult, but we got it off the ground this year. Um, and I think it's going to be easier going forward. Uh, and I don't know if Steve, if you want to talk a little bit about before we let you go to that awesome dinner you're going to, which I wish I could be at, if you want to talk about, um, like, how, how you think it's going to look in the future, like next year, what we're, what we're thinking about doing. Yeah. I think, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy six months trying to get this off the ground. And, um, you know, even with last summer trying, you know, being one of the last, you know, couple of teams that was, you know, was not included, mm -hmm. um, using that momentum to try and get it off the ground has been really, really tough. Um, well, I, ideally for us, it's, you know, going to back to Bonaventure, being an Olean, you know, having the guys stay in the townhouses or the hotel across the street or whatever it may be, you know, doing a, a team meal at Angie's or, or at the OP, having an open scrimmage, um, bringing back alumni from, you know, not just, you know, the guys that are playing, but years past, uh, former managers, former coaches, um, and just having like a three day, you know, kind of like a, a reunion or alumni weekend. Um, you know, we wanted to do that this summer, but like you said, Derek, you know, everything that Bonaventure is getting renovated right now and just wasn't possible. Um, but you know, that's our hope for the future is that we can make this a, an annual thing where guys get excited about coming back. And, and we wanted to do the absolute best we could and treat these guys like the pros they are to, to lay the foundation for you know years to come where maybe it's a little bit easier to get off the ground uh, over the next couple of seasons when we, when we get in this thing. But I'll tell you this, you know, with, with the roster we have this year and, um, and where we were seated and the team we've got to play on Friday, we can get this done on Friday. I think we've got a, a really good chance to, to make some noise in this tournament um, and, to, and to lay the foundation for even a better uh, run over the next couple of years. And just kind of to help out anybody who hasn't seen any TBT basketball, can I, do either of you want to kind of explain some of the differences? Because there's, you know, different timeout rules, different yeah. goaltending rules, different quarters instead of halves. It's like, how is it kind of different than either in NBA rules or college rules? Yeah, so I think, um, you know, obviously the TBT is known for the Elam inning, um, where 
say the score is 72 to 70 on Friday and there's four minutes to go in the fourth quarter, the target score becomes 80. So you add eight points to whatever team is winning or if it's tied, you add eight points to that team's final score at the first stoppage of the four minute mark in the fourth quarter. So that every game ends on a a game winning basket. There's no uh, fouling late in the game. There's no holding the ball to win. Um, Every game is going to end on a made basket. And we were watching the games last night in the lobby, you know, flipping back and forth between the finals game and, and you know, uh, Team Florida and uh, Eberlein Drive. And that was a fantastic game that ended on a game winner. And that's what's so great about the tournament. But, yeah, some special rules. You are playing nine-minute quarters, a 30-second shot clock. Um, It's NCAA rules with a little bit of NBA FIBA twist. You know, the FIBA twist being – you know, say, say Mobley, Matt Mobley misses a three, uh, but it's hanging on the rim a little bit. You know, Ladarian Griffin can go up and, and slap it off the rim. Uh, that's not considered goaltending. So we've been practicing that, you know, implementing a couple of those um, little quirks that the TBT has. Um, but our guys are ready and, uh, and it'll be fun. You know, it'd be my first time participating in the TBT. A couple of guys on the roster have played in this before. Uh, but for a lot of our guys and coaches, it'll be, uh, be the first time for us. Yeah, I'm really interested to see, um, you know, how how this plays out, how our guys adapt to this. Like you said, some of them have done it before. Other guys are playing overseas. I like the Elam ending. I think it cuts down. Some of those NBA playoff games, the last, you know, 30 to 60 seconds, it seems like, it doesn't seem like they actually do take like a half hour to finish sometimes. And I think this is, um, it's a more fast-paced game uh, down the stretch. And Anything can happen in a, you know, these games are 36 minutes. It's not like a seven game series that we're playing. Anything can happen in these uh, short, quick 36 minute games. But um, Steve, thanks for joining us. Uh, I'll be seeing you soon in Columbus. Uh, enjoy, enjoy your, your dinner with the guys. And thanks thank for coming on. Thank you for having me guys. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for all the hard work you guys do for Bonaventure basketball. It's uh, it's fun to follow. And um Hope we can do a do a great job on Friday representing uh, the brown and white. Hey, we're just having fun online. You guys do it all on the court. Thank you. Thank you again, Steve. <laughs> Absolutely. Dear Tooch, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my name and my number at the bottom. I sent some messages back in autumn. You must have never got them. So thanks once again to Steve Marcus, one of the coaches for the brown and white TBT team for coming on with us and talking about what it's like there in Columbus already. They got in about two days ago by the time you're listening to this. And it sounds like it's going to be a really fun time for all the guys. On top of that, we were talking about some of the experience that the other teams have. Dion Wright actually has a lot of TBT experience because he was on sideline cancer, which mm-hmm. is one of the kind of one of the all-star kind of different kind of grab bag teams. They're not all one alumni team like the Bonaventure team. But he was on that sideline cancer team that was in the finals of last year's TBT. So he, he knows how to play TBT ball. Yeah, when we didn't get in last year, um, when they had the condensed field down to 24, a couple of our guys signed on with other teams. Um, Matt Mobley went to Armored Athlete, and Dion Wright um, got picked up by Sideline Cancer. They were like a 22 seed. They just seeded them 1 through 24. They ended up making a run all the way to the championship. The championship was really close. So Dion almost got a, a piece of the pie of that $1 million winner-take-all prize I was rooting hard for him. Unfortunately, didn't. But I think he's going to feel a lot more comfortable with our team. Um, not sure if he really found too much of a role with them. 
uh seemed like he he had some good spurts with them but i think he's going to be really really good feel a lot more comfortable with us uh he's a guy who's had a, a good career overseas and i think he's he's only getting better um still you know he's developed a more of a three-point shot he's, he's gotten bigger stronger since he he was at bana's and he still has that great touch around the rim so i think he's going to be one of our key pieces in this thing yeah i'm really excited to see how everybody's kind of matured on the court and what what their game has developed in the pro levels mm-hmm. overseas and i never thought i'd really say it but i guess i'm going to be rooting against matt mobley for once matt mobley is one of my all-time favorite bonnies and no no I'm, it's all good but on friday night or friday afternoon we will have to be uh, cheering against matt <laughs> yeah i was bummed out i was surprised uh when i saw that he you know i thought he was going to do some nba summer league stuff maybe he still will uh, but we got the, we got our bracket and I was like, team Hines, let me take a look at their roster. And I'm scrolling down on the website and I just see Matt Mobley in a St. Bonaventure jersey. And I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, you know, I, I, it was surprising, but, um, you know, he's, he's free to do what he wants. The best way to get him for next year is to beat these guys. Oh yeah. You can convince them. It's going to be very, it's going to be very awkward because Quentin DeCozy has to wear number two <laughs> might be guarding Matt Mobley. Um, in the brown and white number two jersey. So it's going to be interesting. But seeing Mobley versus Posley uh, is going to be cool. Posley is going to be doing our three-point, 33-point contest. Um, I was going to mention that. I forgot yeah. I forgot to ask Steve about that, too, because I don't know if he knew that. But do you want to explain what this three-point contest is like? Go ahead. Yeah, it's called the 33-point contest. And every team gets a shooter and a rebounder and it's uh it's not set up like the normal five ball racks around the arc you basically have two people um two shooters start at center court they can run to whatever spot on the court they want and the first one to hit um 11 threes which would be 33 points moves on and the the bracket for the three-point contest is set up exactly like the bracket for the tbt so marcus posley is going to be going up against someone from team Hines. i don't know who that will be it might very well be matt mobley so you could have posley versus mobley in the the 33-point contest um and then the the finalists will go to dayton for a chance to win thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars and maybe 33 cents <laughs> that's perfect there and one final thing A final forecast. Don't, just because it's oh, not yeah. Bonnie's basketball season, main season, doesn't mean we're not going to get a final forecast in. I got it right here quickly, um, but do you want to give us a sponsor? This is a good time. We usually do fake sponsors in this spot. I, for once, have to be serious and shout out all of our sponsors yeah. because the fundraising was huge. The fans really stepped up and donated. We hit our goal um, and we needed it all. Like we're really, this is the first year we're really learning how much this stuff costs between travel, hotels, food, all that stuff. But um, we had nine sponsors, Schultz Auto Group, Angie's, BNC Building Services, The Burton, Eat Fitness, um, Kearns Global, John DePerno Bail Bonds, Gist, Wix Space, and Emerson Street Clothing. All these local businesses stepped up helped out brown and white um and they're rooting hard for us and we can't thank them enough like without all of these sponsors i don't think we would have been able to do it without the fans donating we wouldn't have been able to do it you saw andrew nicholson and woge help out with huge donations um so the bona family really came together and helped us give these guys the best experience possible 
Uh, and we wanted to give them that above everything because if we're going to have these guys back year after year, we got to give them a great experience. The word's going to get out that we treat them right. We did this thing the right way. Um, and it's only going to help us, you know, momentum, momentum wise into the future. That's true. And you can find out all the easy information about the sponsors, the team store to buy some any brown and white gear and just the main team page, sbunfurled.com. You can also go to the, the tournament.com and look for us that way. But sbunfurled.com has all laid out for you nice and beautifully. And speaking of beautiful, this has to be a temperature record for our final forecast since it's always in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> it is going to be 80 degrees and partly cloudy with only a 6% chance of rain with winds out of the south-southwest at four miles per hour in Columbus. And I know you're going. Um, I'll, I'll obviously be there. Hopefully there's a lot of Bona fans there. They're able to um, get out and enjoy Columbus a little bit. I've never really been there, just driven through. So I'm pumped, to, I'm pumped that there's good weather and that it's on a weekend. And I'm, I'm going to try to enjoy myself. Yeah, I've only been to Columbus once. I won't be able to stay for Sunday, so I hope I'll be able to watch them on TV if we win on Friday. Thank you all so much for joining us. We'll be giving you some off-season content here coming up soon as we get closer and closer to the season. We're both checking pretty regularly of when we're going to play games. We just saw the Charleston Classic bracket come out, hearing some other things about Virginia Tech and other games and Pretty soon we'll be giving you more of an off-season breakdown, talking about some of the mm -hmm. new guys coming on the team. Spoiler alert, the starting five is probably going to be the same. So that's that's fine with us because we've seen a lot of top 25 love, and hopefully that top 25 love continues all the way into March and April. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about. We haven't done a podcast. I feel like this is, what is this, the, the kickoff of our third season of doing this, right? Pretty much, yeah. Um, it's kind of a quick and dirty one. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, we wanted to get something out just before TBT. We'll yeah. also hopefully do some kind of TBT recap, no matter how far we go. That should also be pretty awesome to do. Yeah. Yep. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Lilbana X at SB unfurled, subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you don't already, you should, because you're probably listening to this on your favorite podcast service. Thank you all so much for joining us. Stay tuned and pay attention. Once again, the Bonnie's Brown and white TBT team plays Friday at four on ESPN three. If they win, then they play Sunday at seven, right? I haven't even looked ahead. I, I think, think it was Sunday at seven. Yeah. Was it at seven? Yeah. It's okay. Sunday. At I seven. thought it was in the afternoon again, but it might be seven. Yeah. Sunday at seven. And then from then we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll be going back to Dayton from, for not only an A-10 title, but a TBT title. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. Have a good day. <laughs>